0: This is Performance Delivered, Insider Secrets for Digital Marketing Success with Stefan Horst and Dave Antiel.
1: Welcome to the Performance Delivered, Insider Secrets for Digital Marketing Success podcast, where we talk with marketing and agency executives and learn how they build successful businesses and their personal brand. I'm your host, Stefan Horst. The topic (laughs) for today's episode is marketing attribution and incrementality measurement. Here to speak with me is Trevor Testweed, who is the co-founder and CEO at Measured, the only measurement and optimization platform powered by incrementality. Trevor is a pioneer expert in marketing attribution. He has spent his career working with advertisers at leading e-commerce brands to employ and benefit from advanced cross-channel media measurement technologies. Trevor, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Stefan. Great to be here. Trevor, before we start talking about today's topic, Tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself. How did you get started in your career and uh, what led you to founding Measured?
0: Sure. So I did my undergrad degree in engineering and I returned uh, to business school a few, a few years later. Uh, coming out of MBA, my career's has, has largely been an entrepreneurial journey. The the MBA program for me at at that time in my life, it uh, tapped into a, an ambition, a kind of an entrepreneurial ambition, and a fire in me to create and build. Uh, there was something about the early stage company creation and and building that that really turned me on and, and got me going. Uh, and uh, I was uh, compelled down down that path coming out of MBA. So something about defining a vision and creating a product and going after product market fit to establish a business. I think I feel like that is a fire that's either in you or it's not. It's a DNA attribute that you're born with. Um, for those not on the entrepreneurial path, starting and, and building a company that looks glamorous, it really is the opposite. <laughs> As anyone who's done it knows, it's, a sequence of obstacles and challenges and failures and, or at least what looked like failures at the time, but are really just lessons and learnings along the way. But that switch to start a company was, was flipped in me coming out of MBA. And, and so I left school and I joined a sequence of early stage. Seed-funded uh, startups that ultimately led me to a company called Visual IQ in 2011, and that's where I got introduced to and got the bug for the marketing attribution problem. Visual IQ was pioneering the multi-touch attribution category uh, with some very exciting, innovative technology. Uh, the, the problem statement it held tremendous promise. Uh, for the industry at that time, and this was 12 years ago. People at that time were fed up with platform-reported last-touch metrics and still very much are today. Uh, But in that role, it's where I grew a love for the uh, the industry of marketing technology and uh, the the cross-channel marketing attribution problem. Um, That is also where I met my co-founder here at Measured, um, Don. But I was my VP of product there at Visual IQ. We spent a lot of time together out evangelizing the merits of fractal attribution and uh, learned uh, learned a lot. Um, so then, fast forward uh, a few years to 2016, um, still immersed in the category, it became quite clear that the multi-touch attribution uh, problem, which is a, a user level path building methodology, was Facing insurmount- insurmountable challenges. The uh, sorry, the at- the multi attribution, the methodology uh, was facing insurmountable challenges. The uh, the data privacy era um, was uh, was here and 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 was was eventually going to prevail. There's user level tracking was being threatened and and soon going to go away. And uh, we had a thesis that incrementality measurement through informed through RCT, which is randomized control trials, experimentation was going to be a must-have requirement for, for brands uh, going forward. So as, uh, as as we thought about uh, teaming up and starting Measured, we looked at the marketplace and we saw that uh, experimentation, media experimentation uh, was and still is a very manual. It's hard to get right. It's labor intensive. It's fraught with error. And we had a vision to platform enable experimentation. So end-to-end to to streamline and automate the experimentation process. So that's the design and market selection. That's deployment, activation. uh, That's the management of uh, the ongoing experiment and then the reporting that leads to decisioning and optimization. So that entire end-to-end process, we had a vision for platform enabling it. And we decided to team up and start Measured in early 2017, so now over six years ago, uh, laser focused on incrementality measurement. Right. So we have and we've been built here, a measure from the ground up, in anticipation that the industry would move towards incrementality, move in our direction. That is happening now. The industry is now finally really making a strong move uh, in in our direction. So that. Yeah, that's that's what we, we start. I could tell you more about the team. That's uh that's that's how we get started. Now, you know, the
1: topic about, you know, attribution in general is something, you know, I've been in, in media since two thousand um, and four. Um and I've worked for a number of uh, global agencies uh where we worked with Fortune five hundred clients. Now, the the bigger the clients, there are solutions available. I remember back in the days in 2012 when I when I still was working for big agencies, um, there was a dormitory which was later acquired by, mm-hmm. by by Google. But these solutions are usually very expensive, you know, for for your small to mid level um, companies, almost not affordable, basically. So your solution basically does it allow for 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 smaller companies to get these insights that they need in order to be more in order to optimize the media buying better?
0: So so not just pricey and expensive, but I would suggest that user-level path-building methodology where you're connecting all the user-level events online and offline to an ID and then building that path to a conversion. Um, it's not a matter of, is it affordable or not? It's a matter of, is it is it is it possible, is it viable? Today, that methodology. Uh, it's not just challenged. It is an impossible methodology to to land for a, a variety of, of, uh, of user-level mapping reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, our methodology here, uh, based on incrementality measurement, is we have an incrementality-based attribution methodology uh, that solves for the same problem statement, the portfolio management problem statement. We're getting our clients to the same destination, uh, but it's now based in... Uh, incrementality measurement. The goal of incrementality is in, to inform uh, contribution, the contribution of the media to your business goal. And then we have a methodology to uh, apply these incrementality reads to a full portfolio of cross-channel reporting and optimization for, for decisioning. Yeah. So inc- today, the two most relevant advanced measurement methodologies are Experimentation, incrementality, and then also media mix modeling. If you're familiar with uh, media mix modeling, yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah, yeah. Now let's let's clarify a little bit the incrementality. So when you
0: talk about incrementality, what do you mean by that? Yeah, essentially, I mean contribution, and I mean contribution uh, informed through an experiment. Okay, a test and control experiment. So we have a platform that enables uh, test and control experiments. You have uh, an audience that is exposed to the media. You have a mere audience that is not exposed to the media. And the difference in the two conversion rates informs the incremental marginal contribution. So our goal is to inform, to determine the causal influence of the media. And we do this by deploying these controlled experiments mm-hmm. on the media. Those can be informed at the channel level, a tactic, campaign, ad set, ad group level.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting that we have this conversation today. I, I recorded a podcast yesterday, and the day before too. And in, in those two podcasts, we talked about the impact of brand advertising on performance, basically, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and the challenge that companies have to, um, to, or that agencies or the media buying team whoever managed managed the media buying part have to justify investments in the upper and mid funnel. So in in the more awareness and um, consideration stages, because so far there are very few systems or no system available that can really tell you, well, if you invest X on the top, that enables the trickle down effect to the bottom of Y. So what I hear from you is, you know, with these tests that you just outlined, that technically should be possible. You technically should be able to say, hey, you know what? If we invest X amount uh, on brand awareness activities with, with the one group, we, seen, we see this amount of sales on the bottom. If we don't do that for the other group, we only see this amount of, of sales on the bottom. Am
0: I, am I getting that right? You are. And so this is very strong for performance based media. Uh, as well as high funnel, mid funnel media, depending on the consideration cycle. So if you have a six month consideration cycle, uh, it's much more difficult to deploy an experiment that is gonna be able to capture signal on that experiment six months out, right? Mm-hmm. So experimentation is best served to inform those questions uh, as long as six to eight weeks out. If you're looking for a contribution read beyond six weeks out, six to eight weeks out, you'll typically look to uh, an econometric model or a mediax yeah. model to model that influence.
1: Yeah, yeah. That might also explain why why you are focusing more on the e-commerce side because obviously the the windows there are much shorter than probably on a B two B site. You know, where as you said it, you know, you could have several months. Um, I mean, some companies have year long. Mm-hmm. Um, cycles and that's right, you know, they might not even get enough information along the along that timeline because they're probably then also very expensive from from, from buying that solution. Therefore low amount of, of of leads, for example, which means it's quite hard for for any model to to get some valuable information out of it and make predictions.
0: That's right. The e-commerce problem statement is also a very solvable problem statement. So understand the relationship between paid media, whether it's online or offline, and an e-commerce transaction uh, is a very solvable incrementality question statement. In this world of advanced analytics, uh, there are quite a few unsolvable problems, and there certainly are solvables. And uh, we maintain a lot of discipline here to make sure we stay in the lane of, of, of solvable question statements. Yeah. And so we really go deep and focus on e-com uh, that we have a clear uh, line of uh, a line of success on.
1: Yeah. So so how is incrementality measurement different from last touch, first touch, multi-touch attribution, media mix modeling?
0: Sure. Why don't I unpack those, uh, <laughs> provide a little context on those very quickly. So let's just touch on them. So uh, last touch, uh, platform reported attribution is anchored on last, the last touch methodology. So the platforms uh Facebook Google TikTok Credio all the media platforms deploy a uh, last touch methodology where they take 100% of the credit of each conversion or sale that they're in the path of uh and they assign 100% credit to the last touch point so any any path that they they're in the path of that leads to a sale regardless of whether that sale would have happened anyway without the ad they're going to take 100% credit for. yeah right? let me so let me up.
1: yeah let me stop that, Trevor. And yeah. I mean, probably for a good amount of people on this that listen to the podcast, they might know the answer to the question I'm going to ask you. But
0: why is Last Touch probably not a good solution? Because it's assigning 100% credit to every platform's Last Touch that was in the converting path. So you end up with, you can end up with severe duplication, right? With a comprehensive media mix. You have several platforms that can end up being in the converting bath, each assigning 100% credit and ultimately resulting in the platforms taking far more credit than they deserve. Clearly, each of those platforms does not deserve 100% credit for their last touch point. Uh, it's also a correlative methodology. And there's a lot of ways to gain the methodology to insert yourself into the, that last touch position. Right, So it's incredibly flawed for a variety of reasons. Uh, the reason it's stuck around for uh, so long, really, since the first display ad, is because it is very easy to operationalize mm-hmm. and uh, and align align to.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think what 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 I obviously also in, in the past have seen a lot is that if if you use a system that kind of aggregates all your sales, it it might skew to a platform. You know, if you do retargeting, retargeting all of a sudden might see a spike. In, in sales we could talk about e-commerce here um, or, or search sees the spike in, in sales because it's kind of a, you know, a lower funnel activity, but it disregards the media activities that came before that, that might introduce a product to an audience. And without that first touch, the actual conversion might have never happened.
0: That's exactly right. So you mentioned two, we call them low funnel demand harvesting tactics. So they'll sit at the bottom of the funnel and they'll harvest that demand created further up from the funnel. The reality is, and we've done a lot of incrementality testing on these low funnel uh, demand harvesting tactics, they're tipping it in, right? And so retargeting uh, may influence the, uh, the, the, the sale by 5 10 15% on an incremental basis, uh, whereas higher funnel... Uh, or mid-funnel media that is introducing and building awareness and really bringing uh, attention to a product or service, you'll find that media can be much more incremental to the tune mm-hmm. of eighty percent, ninety percent, one hundred percent incremental.
1: Yeah, yeah, very interesting. So, what do your clients do with the information that you provide? Um, because I, I would assume, I mean, although you are, um, you know, a platform where you know optimization can happen, but are you Are you natively integrating into Google facebook uh, you know DSPs, et etc, or where do where do your
0: optimizations start and where do they stop if we think about optimization? Sure, so the data layer we do integrate into the really the entire ecosystem anywhere that we need to integrate into we we do and, and will to support the the use case or the engagement. Mm-hmm. There's two core use cases that uh, consumer brands engage us for today. One is to enable media incrementality measurement at scale. So through our platform, we will streamline and automate best-in-class media experimentation. Most of the brands that come to us, they're tired of uh, all of the manual work Uh, that's fraught with a lot of issues. It's it's a lot of challenges and toe stubs along the way uh, that we relieve all of that pain by fully automating uh, the experimentation process from design, deployment, management, reporting. And then we line up the experiment insight uh, to a decision or an optimization that we surface. So that's one use case. The second use case is we have... A, an incrementality-based attribution methodology, where we are a direct substitute for uh, multi-touch attribution. So we provide consumer brands with cross-channel attribution reporting and, and planning, and we have a workflow where we help clients look across their entire portfolio of paid media. Mm-hmm. we apply incrementality coefficients at the channel, campaign, ad set, ad group level to help them validate investment, uh, plan, optimize their advertising spend now using incremental metrics. So our platform, we deliver them, uh, includes the cross channel incrementality based attribution reporting. It includes a media plan optimization tool, which is essentially a scenario planning tool to identify the optimal composition of your media mix. And then we have, uh, we have, we've deployed at this point, we've deployed over 25,000 experiments. And so we have very rich incrementality intelligence on uh, in a database that, that we harvest for uh, very interesting benchmark learnings for our, for our clients. Interesting.
1: Now, what advice do you have for brands considering deploying incre- incrementality and how, and how do they set themselves up for success?
0: So quite a bit, as you can imagine. <laughs> I'll provide a, a few comments, but I'll highlight one. If the listener takes one piece of advice, this this would be it. The organization must be aligned and ready to drive the business now based on incremental metrics. So incrementality and incremental metrics will be a new currency for informing decisions. And all of these companies have institutionally adopted last touch metrics. So you're now shifting uh, the entire organization from last-touch metrics to now incremental metrics and all stakeholders need to be on board with that. Finance, the C-suite, marketing, your agency partners will all need to line up to this new incremental metric or, or currency. And and uh, when you make the shift, you'll see that the decisions can move pretty radically. And so uh, people need to be reassured that they're not going to be held responsible for decisions made in the past that may not look so great now mm-hmm. through the lens of incrementality, right? The brands also need to be clear on operationalizing this this new metric, this new currency. So um, organizational alignment, being ready to institutionalize this new metric is number one. Um, a couple more. One would be find a neutral partner that is independent of any motivation to see media perform. They cannot and should not have a horse in the race here. You know, the number one rule of any measurement is you want to be crystal clear on the questions that you want to answer stepping into measurement. Right. So you need to align on a testing plan uh, to support. Uh, the key questions that the organization wants to inform. And then also you want to align incrementality to your your source of truth transaction data. So your transaction set, as opposed to uh, platform conversion tracking or pixel-based conversion tracking, uh, which is now uh, pretty broken. I can go on, but I think those yeah. are the things that I like right now.
1: Yeah. What you just said is actually an interesting point to probably... Um- run on for a second, um, obviously at some point very soon, you know, all the cookies go away. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how is that going to have an impact positively, negatively on, on this entire thoughts of, um, you know, incrementality and, and, and running these tests in order to identify what mixture works better um, in order to, to keep a company's
0: you know, revenue to grow? You're right. So cookies are going away. This is exactly what we have been built for. So we talk about this as a future-proof methodology. User level measurement now is very challenged, right? It's becoming extremely threatened. Incrementality measurement is a cohort-based methodology. Cohort meaning a collection of anonymous individuals in an audience segment, right? So um, this is built for a cookie-less environment. Uh, so as the user-level data restrictions uh, continue to evolve, um, we we can target and split audiences uh, based on first-party data and geos mm-hmm. uh, where no user-level tracking or cookie-based tracking is required. So we were built for this cookie list environment.
1: Interesting. Before we come to an end today, uh, Trevor, are there, are there any do's or don'ts that, that you would say? I mean, we talked a second about, um, you know, advice for brands that want to start with looking at incrementality. But are there any from your working experience with, with working with brands, agencies, et cetera, are there any do's or don'ts that, that come up again and again? We say you want to keep that in mind um, when you embark on this journey.
0: Um, I, I to my first point on uh, on advice is the organization has to be ready to adopt this new incremental metric. Uh, what I can tell you now is this, the industry over the last 18 months is finally now making a hard move in the direction of incrementality and the benefits are very meaningful. I've had many clients come to me after adopting this new set of metrics and show us the case studies of how they've radically course-corrected the direction of their business, now moving from this severely broken last-touch metric to an incremental metric. My advice would be if you do not have an incrementality practice, you are behind. Like Your competitors are adopting incrementality for decisioning, and they will have a significant edge if you're still anchored on last-touch metrics. So when we
1: talk about advantage, what you're basically talking about is they probably see much greater growth rates than someone who's focused on last touch, basically.
0: They're much more clear on how to invest in an optimal way for their business. That makes sense.
1: Trevor, thank you for joining me on the Performance of Ed podcast and sharing your thoughts on attribution and uh, incrementality measurement. Now, if people want to find out more about you, about Measured, how can they get in touch?
0: You can go to our website, uh, measuredmeasured.com and you can reach me at uh, Trevor at measured.com. Wonderful.
1: As always, we'll leave that information in the show notes. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you like the performance of that podcast, please subscribe to us and leave us a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast application. If you want to find out more about Symphonic Digital, you can visit us at SymphonicDigital.com or follow us on Twitter at SymphonicHQ. Thanks again, and see you next time.
0: Performance Delivered is sponsored by Symphonic Digital. Discover audience-focused and data-driven digital marketing solutions for small and medium businesses at SymphonicDigital.com.